people forget that they've got these social media platforms and they've got these pieces where they can actually go and promote what it is that they do. Hello everyone, welcome. So this episode, we're going to talk about how to optimize your social media to make your group more visible. Hey, there's a lot of little things that you could do and easily implement that will equal big results when it comes to getting your group out there. These things that you're going to be doing to grow your group don't have to be heavy, don't have to be expensive, don't have to be hard to do. And in fact, some of them you can do it once and it's done for you. Like it's done and you don't have to go back to it. Okay. So there are a lot of things that people forget about. And for me, I want you to really think about the social media you already have. So if you're on Instagram, if you've got a Facebook page, et cetera, I want you to think about these things, maybe even take a minute and just brainstorm a list of all the social media that you're currently on, whether you're active or not. Okay. And and then we're going to think about how we're going to use those to promote our group. So here's the first thing. People forget that they've got these social media platforms and they've got these pieces where they can actually go and promote what it is that they do. So we're going to talk about some things that you could in your social media to increase your visibility and get new leads and new people into your group. So the first thing we're going to talk about is your Facebook group. So your cover image itself, you know, does your cover image, go look at your cover image for your group. This is something that if someone's not in your group yet, they're going to see your cover image and it's hopefully going to attract them. So is it easy for them to read or is the font too small? Is it, is the picture inviting or is it inviting and does it bring on success? Does it have this positivity feeling or does it have this darkness feeling where it would feel like a dark, you know, dungeon kind of room that they're walking into versus like, oh, you know, walking into a room with like sunlight and like happy colors, let's say, you know, your cover image is a lot about what your group is about. So it needs to be very bright, fun, and it needs to have the name of the group, but also a good tagline. If you've got one, like who is the group for, or what is the group about? Give that space, like use that space to help promote your group. So that's one thing that I would do. Go look at your cover image and then also look at it. If it was smaller, you know, you might want to open up your group on your phone and take a look. Can you still read the font? So I've seen, you know, because we're creating our cover images typically on a laptop or desktop that we create the font and we can see it. But then when we go to our phones, we can't see it. So that is one piece I'd like you to do. Go to your phone and make sure that you can read your cover image. The next thing I want you to do is look at your group and look at your description. Because again, your description is something that people can read when they're not yet in your group and it's public, right? But there's two things here. When you go and look at your description, you will see your description says a couple of characters. I think it's like a hundred characters. And then it will say, see more. I want those first hundred characters to really pull people in, right? Because if I'm making them click see more to really get enticed to join my group, they may not even get to that point where they click see more. So that the first few lines in your description need to really bring people in. So what do you talk about there? You talk about what your group is about and why they want to join it. Do not talk about you. 
Do not talk about your products. Talk about why the why why they'd want to join your group and who it's for. They're thinking to themselves, why should I join this group? Or do I really want to join this group? And you want to answer that for them. Here's why you want to join and here's what it's about. In the rest of your description, feel free to put in your link to your podcast, your link to your website, your link to your products, whatever. But at the beginning, because we want people to be enticed to come and join the group, they're not going to be enticed if all they're seeing is sales or promotions. And it's all about you. They are thinking what's in it for me. So that your description is a key piece. The other thing is your group name. So does your group name really tell people what your group is about? Or do they have to really think about it? Or do they not have to know who your brand is? Or do they have to know what your industry lingo is? And maybe they don't know it yet. Think about that and look at your group name. And is there a change that you need to be making? Okay. Other ways to optimize your social media to make your group more visible is look at your own Facebook group, Facebook profile. So Facebook gives you a profile bio. I believe off the top of my head, it's 140 characters. Could be, actually, sorry, I think it's 99 characters. So you have 99 characters in your bio to edit. And in there, you could say, join our community. You might want to spice that up a little bit and then have a link to your group. So sometimes the links to the groups are really long. So you could use something like a link shortener or if you go to mine, engagegroups.com slash group, what I did is in my hosting, I just set it so that if anyone went to engagedgroups.com slash group, it'll take them right to my group. And that saves me a little bit of those characters that I can't always use. You know, I, I may not have enough space in that bio. I want to have more space to tell them why they should join the group rather than having facebook.com slash groups, da, 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 which becomes too long. Okay. So look at that. Also in your bio, you also have a space for links. On the left-hand side, you'll see that you'll have a space for links. And in there, you can put in, you've probably already put your link for your website, but in there, you can actually put in your link for, for your group as well. Okay. Now, outside of that, you've got Instagram. So in Instagram, you have one link in your bio, but if you're using anything like Linktree or Sleek Bio, you can put in more links in there. And those links, one of those links can be to join your free community. So now anyone coming to see you on Instagram can see that you've got this community on Facebook. And why would anyone on Instagram want to go to a Facebook group? Well, because conversations on Instagram are public, conversations in the group are private. So any vulnerable conversations or more, you know, other things that can talk, you can talk about in your group that you may not want to talk about in public on in Instagram, you could do that. Okay. The other thing I want you to do for not only your Instagram, but also Facebook is that when you put out a story, you can now save them to your highlights. So save them to your highlights in Instagram, save them to your featured in Facebook. And if you're going to be doing, um, any kind of story about your group, which I highly recommend. So you can have a story about your group and why they should join it. You can have a screenshot of what your group looks like so they know how to look for it as well. That's another story you can create and then put it in an area called, you know, community. And then, or you can even say Facebook group, but community is a little shorter. And then save those posts or the stories into your highlights there. So there you go. There's no like really small, quick ways 
that you could look at your social media and implement little things to get bigger results, to get more people into your group. Now, I didn't even touch on a couple other things. So for instance, on Instagram, you can create a post about your group. So your image would likely be either your cover image or a screenshot of what your group looks like. And then in the text, you would tell them what your group is about, why they want to join. Maybe there's something coming up in your group. And then, of course, you're going to have to say link in bio or tell them what to search on Facebook. So if like mine is groups for entrepreneurs with Sandra, with Sandra DeFreitas, which not everyone knows how to spell my last name and that's fine. I don't expect it. But I would say, you know, here's my group. And then in quotes, you know, search Facebook for groups for entrepreneurs with Sandra and that'll get them to anytime that you've got an event going on in your group, you could also use Instagram and Facebook for your posts, whether in your page or in your profile, sorry, your stories to then bring people back into your group as well. Now on your Facebook page, you can, you have a button that you can edit on the top right of your Facebook page. You could change this. It's something like there's different options like buy now or call now or something like that. And then there's one called visit group. So you can actually connect your group from your page, connect yeah, connect your group from your page. So go to your page, go to your edit settings and change that button to visit group. And then that will be that anyone comes onto your page, they'll click on that and they'll go to the group. And again, that could be another post that you put on your Facebook page, what your group is about, why they would want to go to your group, what your, who your group is for. So who your group is for, what, what they are going to find once they get into your group. And then anything that's coming up in your group, do you have a challenge coming up? Do you have a Facebook live coming up? Did you just record a Facebook live that you want them to go and review? All these things are great little pieces to help you grow your group and to really use what you've got going on in your group to promote your group on Facebook pages, your Facebook profile, your Facebook group, and Instagram. So. Those are kind of the highlights. And of course, if you're using anything like Clubhouse, you could put that in your bio as well to let them know about your Facebook group. Really brainstorm all the different areas, all the different social media platforms that you're on so that you can promote it. If you're on LinkedIn, is that a post that you can create? <laughs> I know LinkedIn has their own group. So if you have a LinkedIn group, definitely promote it on LinkedIn. But the point here is like, You've got all these free spaces that you already own, right? From your different profiles. Make the most of them to help bring people into your community and into your group. Okay, later on in this season, we're going to talk about how you, how you can grow your group by doing different events in your group. And we're going to touch on how to use these social media platforms to also bring in people from those platforms into your group. Now, one other thing, it's kind of like a bonus. Why not send an email to your list and let them know about your group, why you created it, who it's for, what they can expect in it, why they ought to join. You will get people from your email list who want to be part of your community. And when they want to be part of your community, you're giving them the option, uh, opportunity to join your group. All right. I hope you enjoyed this really short, but really impactful podcast episode on how to optimize your social media to make your group more visible. I'll see you soon.